Well, hi everybody, I'm David Bach and I'm here right now filming this at Journey. We're in Minneapolis and I'm here with Arwen Becker. Hello. And I'm here with Tom Mosley. Hello. And super grateful that you guys, first of all, would agree to do the interview. What we're going to talk about today is the success that these two brave souls had <laughs> being our beta testers with Smart Couples Smart Retirement. So again, thank you for being like the first in the pool, right? Somebody's always got to go first and, and you two signed up to be our first really half a dozen beta testers and I know you had some great success. So what I thought we'd do is kind of talk about what your experience was. Um, Good. So, for those who might not know you, I know almost everybody knows you, you're famous here, but like, if you, for those who don't know you, uh, Tom, tell us what the name of your firm is, tell us what market you're in. I am in Orange County, California, and I have had for years mostly financial services. We're transitioning our name to Ease into Retirement as a name, and uh, I'm in that Southern California market. From my office, you can see Anaheim Stadium and the Honda Center, so we're right in the middle of Orange County. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Arwen, tell us about you. Uh, well, we're in Bellevue, Washington, uh, just a little bit outside of Seattle, and our name of our company is Becker Retirement Group. For me personally, I've actually been more of the background for about the last 16 years, and just this last year, really stepped out in front and started taking over all of our seminars and um, doing much more individualized meeting with clients versus working with my husband, Randy, who many of you know, it's a rock star. Uh, he's on the AE band. Um, and uh, so it's just, this has just been a, such a terrific learning year for me because not only have I been doing our own seminars, but then yeah. taking on yours as well. So from background to immediately on stage. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So, so let me go back for a second. First of all, thanks for that. Um, Tom, I know you've taught seminars in the past, right? But Correct. you have not done a dinner seminar like most people do in, I think it was three years? Three years. I had done dinner seminars for a while, and I just moved away. I teach more on the college campus type uh, four-hour class setting. Right. So that is a typically a four-week class? It's a two-week class, two hours each week. Okay. And they pay to come hear you talk in those kind of situations. So what made you decide to, first of all, even test smart couples, Uh Don't think I'm patronizing you, but... For years, I've told people that if you need to really get a grip on your retirement, you need to get this book, Smart Couples, or uh, Start Late, Finish Rich. Mm. And I've actually held that book wow. up, and so I've awesome. talked about you. I've read the books that you have. My, my wife has read those books. It's probably helped us personally uh, a great deal. So when you came to AE Wealth, I knew who you were. We talked when we were in Dallas at the right. Journey a couple of years ago. And then when you came out with this seminar, I really wanted to jump on it because of the way you lay things out and the way it's so systematic in everything that you do. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what would, get, get, let everybody know what happened. So you ran the mailer. You were going to do two seminars. What was, what was the response rate like for you on, the, on these? Well, we ran the mailer, but not having done seminars, we had a lot of groundwork to do with our crew because we had to book the appointments at the, at the site, and it's just a whole new game than when they come right. to a college campus. So we geared up, and I think it probably helped us a little bit because we weren't used to doing seminars, so we had to set a pattern rather than break a pattern and do a new kind of seminar. And so we booked a very nice restaurant in Orange County, and uh, we set two dates with 36 people in the room, as you ask us to start small. And by the time we fill those up, we still had over 60 
people on a waiting list, 66 people on a waiting list. Did, did you just catch up for a second? Because when, <laughs> when Tom reached out to me, I, I, I sort of, I'm going to stutter here for a second. I was like, what? You have a waiting list? He's like, yeah, we have 66 people on a waiting list. What do you think we should do with these people? I'm like, well, you could teach another seminar, right? right. So, so we went back to the restaurant and we said, do you have another room within the next, a room available within the next couple of weeks? And we booked another seminar, a third extra seminar, and contacted all those people in 48 came to that seminar and uh, really, really great response. So your response rate on mail, which this is not going to be typical, right? Like this is the, as in past performance is not guaranteed future performance, <laughs> yeah. but your response on mail was over 2%, right. which incredible. is, it really is incredible. It's not, again, probably not typical, but um, what was the response of people then who came to the seminar? Of the people who came, now, now keep in mind, a few of the people who came were our current clients sure. because you asked us to invite our current clients. And that really helped because every table that they sat at, and we, we moved them to different tables so they would sit with new people. And almost every table that they sat at, we've already had people in, and they said, your clients just love what you do. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was very effective in doing that. And um, uh, the response was tremendous in the, in the uh I actually forgot your question. Well, like uh, you sent me an email that the third seminar, I think you got over 50% of the people asked for appointments. We did. We did. We had 17 people ask for, for yeah, appointments at that one out of 31 buying units. And so we had a tremendous, even though some of those buying units were our current clients. Right. So, and then just the size of the, of the appointments, because I think your numbers were all across the board, right? We've already had a ROI of two and a half to one uh, on our investments, and we probably have about 60% of the people that we haven't completely worked through the process. Wow. And I'm working with one client that came that has a net worth of $8.5 million. We're working with an estate issue. We're working with the potential of a large, large life insurance policy and also over $1 million of annuities. And it looks very, very good with that client. So. That alone. Five on that. There we go. Man, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> there we um, go. And, and you're going to teach these seminars again. You've got this yes. lined up. <clears throat> I've already got another mailer out, to which we've already had 63 people respond for the two nights. Wow. And the, the first one is next week. This is in a different restaurant, though, in a different area. Which is also area. good to know that it's still pulling, even though you change restaurants and change the market. Exactly. It's fantastic. Not having done any seminars, we figured we would go to three different areas first, find out what worked best, and then work with one or two of them. And you asked me if, if you can teach the seminar also like you've done in a, um, a school kind of environment. Are you going to still try that? Well, that depends on you. If you can come up with a different mailer than a big stake on the front yeah. of the mailer, <laughs> then that, that, that's the only thing holding <laughs> yeah. me back. <clears throat> All right. I suppose so that's got, RME. Or that's yeah. right. That's, that's exactly right. We have to work on that mail. That's exactly I, right. I, I think it's worth testing. We, we wanted to test these seminars in the traditional fashion that everybody at AE is typically doing. So that's why we rolled them out that way. So well, We have proven venues where we know we can get a crowd. We know we can bring people in without serving them dinner. So I think it would be great for us to test them it's in also, those areas. It's also amazing that you guys... You did these seminars in August because we asked you to. Mm -hmm. and, and most people don't do seminars in August. So... We'll turn to you, Arwen, because you, Arwen was very, she was very honest with me. She said, David, <laughs> we have three months where it doesn't rain That's right. in That's Seattle right. yeah. and people don't want to come to seminars, but, right, we'll, right. but we'll do it for you. So right. um, I talked about your experience. Well, it's, it's no fair to have to follow that. <laughs> 
That was intentional. <laughs> like, ah, I hate that. Uh, so, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, our, our response rate that we get in Seattle, period, has not been amazing. I mean, we've just, that's something that we've been dealing with with the Army, really, for the last number of years. So be specific. What has the typical response rate on military? Typical response rate has, has been about 0.5%. Okay. Yeah, or lower sometimes. Yeah. So so we did get a slightly higher response rate. I think we were at somewhere about 0.6 or so response rate in August, which was a really big deal. I guess I was a little more optimistic. I backed, I booked three back-to-back nights. So off of a, one mailer. Off of one mailer, okay. yeah. And um, and we did have to do internal work to you know we filled it up well filled all three events but I would say half of those people were either clients or um, we had also just purchased a book of business and so we were filling that with a lot of these brand new clients that we had acquired through purchasing another advisor's practice so. Um, the you know the response rate yeah I mean of course I would love something even at one percent. Did you invite clients or is this just all cold mail? No, we invited clients. You did, yeah, okay. we had uh, many of the events we we might have had twenty five percent in the room were clients. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and yeah. some of them though were brand new clients. They're clients clients that we'd acquired, but they'd never really seen us in practice. So it was yeah. a nice way for them to. You know, have a little more of a warmer introduction before we actually sat down with them and started going through all of all of their. It's also their a great vehicle to put you in front of these clients, absolutely. as you just said, going from backstage to front stage. It's absolutely. like what a way to roll you out. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I know you practice the seminar a lot, and I you guys, did. And, and you, I got a, I got a video <laughs> sent. Uh, I think Randy sent it to me of you even doing one of the jokes. Oh, and yeah, I got to hear right. everybody yeah, laugh. Yeah, the, the inheritance joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how so? How first of all, how was it teaching the seminar? How was the response from people? in the room. I loved it. I you know, I because I'm I you know, I'm I'm a person that likes to go through and practice, practice, practice just because I mean my natural personality is unlike my husband's, you know, he's really great in front of people, doesn't really have to practice that much and it just comes very easy to him. And for me that's just not that's not me. I'm a natural introvert, so I have to work harder and longer to be able to make that all feel very natural. Yeah. Um, but I had to just kind of work through it and then be able to determine, you know, your personality. I loved listening to it because it's just you're so fun and teaching it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just more of an intense type of personality. So I had to find those jokes that that I could be authentic with sure. and that I could deliver that way. I just couldn't get the drag or draggy thing to ever work. As much as I you're tried, I finally you're had to drop it. They do all work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the inheritance one, I've used that on our radio show. I just loved it. So, But the content, uh, I that whole section on the mistakes that people make and talking about the investor skittle chart and working people through the sterling funnel, I loved it because it gave me so much more conviction and passion about how great of a relationship we have with Sterling and what they do to provide that safety and security for our clients, but also for me as an advisor. And I just, after going through that part of it, it just made me so much more convicted to really talk to those clients that kind of be like, well, I've done pretty well myself. And it's like, well, that's great, you know, and I'm proud for you, but you know, let's look at the long term and let's look at the success and Sterling has it. So did that make, because obviously I put that into these, this program intentionally, did that make right. it easier when you're doing these meetings? After people sign up to come into the office, does that make the meeting process? And for me, it did. What about for you? Well, Absolutely. When I used to do dinner seminars, you'd talk to them for 45 minutes to an hour. And most of the time when people would come in, they say, well, we like what you said and we trust you. But when they come in now, they say, we 
like the college classes, they say, we like what you said, we trust you, and we think you're knowledgeable. And what you do, you, you give us a ton of slides. At first, it's, it's <laughs> awesome, and then it's awful because I've got to get through 198 slides in 90 minutes. But once you gear yourself to do that, by the time you get done, the people who attend, don't you feel that they're really, they really feel that we have a plan. We know how to do this mm-hmm. as well as they come in and they say, we trust you and we, we like what you, you told us. Yeah, and they're prepared. Yeah, so I talk mean, about that prepared. for a second because right. the workbook, the seminar and the workbook are very much designed to get people to come in your office fully ready to go right. because they're coming in, if they do what they're supposed to do, they're coming in with all their documents. What was your experience with that? Every time. Every time they had more than enough. I mean, they had, if they hadn't completely filled out the book, and that was probably the only thing I heard somebody going, I wasn't comfortable putting my social security number down. You I, know? I, I don't blame you. Right. Them. <laughs> so I'm In like, this I, day yeah, age. right, right. I probably wouldn't have either. Um, but all of the accompanying documents and so much of it had mm-hmm. been completed and filled out. And then I just said, do you mind if I just keep it until our next meeting so we can get all the data off of it and then I'll give it back to you since it has the values yeah. piece on it. It has other things that are you know personal to them too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, highly, highly prepared and ready. Or apologetic if they felt like there was something that they didn't have. Right, That's great. One thing I'll tell you, just um, a great thing to do on that is make a copy of it. Yeah. Because yeah. so, when pers- people have done that much work, a lot of times they want to go home with it if yeah. they didn't mm-hmm. already make a copy. Um, you're going to teach a seminar again also? Yep, Next? I've got my next one's on October uh, 10th and 12th Okay, because yeah, we get home from vacation. Fantastic. Then, uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to anybody who's watching right now, maybe you know, on the fence, they're already doing their own <coughs> seminar, you know, thinking about if they should add this to their repertoire, what would you tell them? I would say it would be like another leg to a stool of marketing. I th- it's a different seminar than a normal dinner seminar. Mm-hmm. And I just tell the people up front, look, I, normally I like to answer a lot of questions and I like to have a lot of interaction, but I've got so much material to cover that's for your good. Just sit back and let me go here for 90 minutes, and that prepares them. And uh, I would say it's a, prepare yourself that it's a different seminar in that you have a lot of material to cover. But trust the results. When you mm-hmm. get to the end... They're going to know as you teach through those slides and as you tell the crazy jokes that you have that do work. They're not that crazy. They're not that crazy. They're not. I, I, the the they're very first one. Yeah. yeah. The very first one where you always ask for the couples to raise your hands. Yeah. And then for those who aren't couples and to look around, that is such mileage and it yeah. sets it up right at the beginning. And I thought, I told my wife about it when I was about to do it and she says, don't do that. That won't be good. And I said, no, I'm going to do it exactly the way Dave said. But sure enough, as you go through it, they will be prepared to talk to you whenever it's over. If the iron is hot, if it's the right Right. time for them. Yeah. And, you know, I would say, um, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who, you know, you hear 198 slides and they're like, there's no way. There's no way. Because especially, because I, I mean, I've, I've literally learned three seminars this year. That's why this was a big deal. Wow. Wow. I did my own, which was I'd never done at the start of the year in January. And that was full Bow Eason style, which was a total departure. My husband right. had PowerPoints and all that kind of stuff. And I had nothing. I had a whiteboard. I used it for about eight minutes. And the rest wow. of it was stories, three critical steps, and the clothes. Yep. So that was my first one. And then I did Jeanette Bajalia's Women's Worth, which is also different. No PowerPoint. has a little book 
and then this one. And I think it would be very easy for a lot of advisors to just automatically dismiss it because they're going, well, I thought we were kind of supposed to get away from right. slides or, you know, where does that leave you to, you know, put your personal stories in there or whatever it is. And that was something I did work very hard on to try and find the ways that I could personalize little bits and pieces throughout the event. Um, and I just would encourage people to just give it a try mm -hmm. because I think we can all get stuck in a rut. And there's been so much that I've taken from that content of yours that I've been able to apply in radio, that I've been able to apply at the Women's Worth events, awesome. that I've been able to mm -hmm. apply at so many different things. So I would just encourage people to just try it because sometimes you just got to be pushed out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And I was not really <laughs> that excited about having to do a third seminar this year. It's been a lot of work for me, but I'm thrilled that I did because now I've got this arsenal of different things to choose from and different ways to do it. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I think also you guys have now both done it. You've done it twice. You've done it three times. Right. I think what you're going to find it just keeps getting easier and easier. It does. And there's no question. When you see a, when you open up the deck and you're like 198 slides, a lot of those slides have one or two words. Right. On them. Exactly. Um, and we've designed this seminar so that really, I don't ever, I don't ever want somebody to go teach a seminar who hasn't practiced it. But it is really designed so you don't have to worry about forgetting anything. Mm -hmm. It's very scalable too. Eventually, you can hire people to do the seminars if you don't want to be doing them. Um, but the, it's very content rich. And it's very action oriented. Right. So, mm -hmm. and it positions you as a true educator. Yeah, but I would also add, though, as much as the, the, you know, you don't the content reminds you of what kind of what's going on as you're going through it. People have to do the work. They have to really read the notes that you have because there is under an underlying point sometimes that's mm -hmm. being made with that slide that looking at the slide you're not going to remember. And so when I had after I had listened to it, I mean, I literally, I, I would just put it and I put it on. And as I was going for runs, I would literally go for an hour run and hearing your seminar. So I you've plug, been running with me. I know. Yeah, I know. we've been running together. Yeah. We put miles, miles together. Doesn't seem to work, does it? Um, but even in my bathroom, getting ready, my husband would come and go, "Oh my gosh, you're, I just can't believe you." I mean, because I would have it plugged in as yep. I'm getting ready, throwing on my makeup, just hearing it. So I was learning the content even without the slides going. But then you have to sit down and you have to look at the notes because you, for you, it's second nature. You've been teaching so much of this stuff. As I've read your books, I'm yeah. like, he's been teaching this stuff for decades. And so some people just need to, they need to hear that, that little point that sometimes you can't get from just seeing the slide that only comes from looking through those notes and then highlighting it and making sure that that's just a little party. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's such a good point. And after we really did like the post interview with you guys to get your feedback, one of the things I did for those of you who will watch this video is I went back through the notes and I added some extra bold faced bullets to some of these notes. Mm -hmm. And even the clothes, I've actually tweaked the clothes a little bit. So you guys should go back and look at the new clothes I've mm -hmm. created. Um, just to really call out on certain parts of the presentation where the call to action is right. for people in the audience. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, you know, there's a nuance to how you let people know that you can help them on these issues without constantly going, and I can help you, and I can right. help you, and I can right. help you, because right. um, that's also sort of the beauty of teaching and not selling. Right. So well, piggybacking on what you said, too, you, have to, you have, do have to know that presentation so well that what is coming up next is not so important as why you're saying what you're saying and what point you're try, trying to drive home with that client that's sitting there. And it's real important that you be so familiar with the notes 
that you know where you're going and you know it's, it's like a, a football coach that knows the play he's going to call two or three plays down the road as opposed to just what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You have to be really familiar with the stuff so that you can know why you're doing what you're doing and what you're trying to drive home to the client that's sitting there. Mm-hmm. Last question. I don't even know if it's a question. Um, some of the feedback was that the women who came to the event really responded well to it. That was one, and I'm curious if you guys experience, if you noticed that. And then the other thing was we heard we heard people basically saying, "Are you going to do more of these so I can bring my kids?" Mm-hmm. Um, did you either of you get any feedback like that? I'd say um, the the second part that you said. I mean, I did have some people who had commented, like clients of ours, saying, "Well, I felt that that was maybe geared towards a little bit younger people." Mm-hmm. Or, but then again, then you're in the RMD space, so right. then you're it's hitting the seven and a half, half, right? And um, there was one component. It was the um, you know when we were talking about the the interest, and you're looking at it in ten years, and then taking out thirty years, and taking out forty years. Yeah. Um, you know, that was one of the things that I said. You know, when I got to the end of it, I said, you know, this may not apply to a lot of you in the room because you don't have that 40-year time. But I said, you know, when I learned that, that was one of the first things I did after I um, really understood that through David's book and through this and everything is I went and I talked to my 10-year-old and I talked to my 12-year-old mm-hmm. and I sat down with my 20-year-old and I opened Fidelity accounts for all of them because that's something I hadn't done. Right. And I talked to them and said, do you understand? Is this something that we can do? Look at what 40 years is going to do for you. And so I just said, go and teach this to your grandkids. Yep. You know, take that mm-hmm. piece because it may not apply to you anymore, but pass it on. And also, by the way, it's, I think it's really important to point out that when you have people in the room who are 65, a lot of these 65 year olds are planning on living 15 or 20 more years. Right. Mm-hmm. And that might not be correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's a very good chance if you're 65 today, you're going to live to be 90, exactly. 95 or 100 or more. Mm-hmm. So I think a really important point just is just for baby boomers is, is to kind of remind them, guys, you, you may think you're done here in right. 10, 15, 20 years, but you might be wrong. You right. might, Start late, finish early. You might have yeah. three, four decades ahead right. of you. So. Right. Um, thank you guys so much, first of all, for, do, for doing the class and now sharing with everyone here. You know, I really appreciate it. So Absolutely. thank you. I would say right back to you. Thank you for taking the decades of experience you've had and putting that together in a seminar and making that available to us because it's really been beneficial. Thank you. Agreed. Very much that. agreed. You're awesome. And now we're going to go watch other people teach at Journey. So if you, for some reason, weren't at Journey, we missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, Thank Dave. you. Have a great day.